citizens of Podcastville. It is us, the Super Fun Super Show, a show that talks about superhero movie news, comic books, everything in between. I am Sean Dwyer, joined once again by Sean Brennan. Hi. Adam Patterson. What? Gentlemen, indeed, we have introduced ourselves. Now everyone can is it's on the same level of friendship that we are because we've been formally introduced and that's fantastic. We, we're uh, holding hands. We're holding hands. You can't really Sorry, see it, guys. Which is uh, it's, it's it's a good round table that we typically sit at. It's a lie. Uh, it is a square table. I'm not sure I, why. I was gonna say you you sanded these edges, these corners, very smooth. That's right. For the first year of the show we used to have like seance type things to try to try to uh, conjure guests onto the show the how do you know that was going to be my will dick kane and uh and the bob kane rather and uh what's the other gentleman's name uh jerry siegel spiegel 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 the, the spiegel family the spiegel family the spiegel uh the original uh the original creators of superman and batman we tried to bring them onto the show, and it's just, you know, they're very busy. Well, we just wanted to shame to. Bob Kane. That's right. That's, that's basically Mr. what Bob that was. Kane. Bill Finger, Bob Kane, they're all dead. And But, but you know, <laughs> this show dead. will live on. You know, there's nothing that's more alive than the internet. I've been saying that for years. Hello, welcome to the Super Friends Super Show. And I, I'm so thankful that we've been able to... Uh, to conjure together in in one location to talk about the things that i mentioned at the beginning of the show gentlemen yeah. how have you been i'm good i've been fine uh i went to <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm i'm okay i've been fine i've i've been walking i've been i've been taking care of my health i've eaten three carrots a day yeah. i and, actually uh, spent a whole day in the adirondacks hiking up a mountain. What? And then you was an hour and a half away from the top until this. That very, was today. No, no, that oh, was, I was say, no last you stand on the week. Breath. I know. I'm sorry. That's actually me getting back to my regular eating yes. habits, where I'm just eating a chimichanga, both ends. So we, Sarah and I, we climbed the mountain, uh, White Face Mountain. We took the hardest route because we're like, yeah, we got this. We're yeah. badasses. Um, we're not. I carried two gallons of water. She carried food. The worst part was that there was this like really fit couple that came through, probably our ages too, maybe a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. Um, just they barreled through, like, see you guys at the top, and they just ran. <laughs> they like I assumed they just kind of like did like a sprintly jog well, up there. They're not up pacing there. themselves. They probably died at some point. Did you pass their dead bodies? No, no, no. Having... They, they came back down before yeah. we were up there, and they're like, yeah, you know, it was a shame that we couldn't see anything up there. You guys aren't missing anything. We're like, <gasps> spoiler, oh. spoiler alert. I guess those jerks, those no. CrossFit. Warriors? I assume that they just ate children uh, all the time. They're vampires. Probably on coke. I mean, that's, a, that's a lot they, of placenta. A yeah, lot of placenta yeah. was probably eaten yeah. on that hike. That's why they went people. up on a cloudy day. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's what you right. have to do. What? Where's the fire? Where's the hurry? Pace yourself. You know, go on up there. Enjoy the sights. You don't have to. It's not a race. Yeah. So we had. And c- certainly don't spoil the location for other people who haven't made it yet. <laughs> well, we hiked for probably three hours. Yeah. And we started at 11. So. It was like three, four hours, so it was about to start to get dark. Right. And we knew that we needed to turn around. And they came up out of nowhere, quite like ninjas, yes. very quiet. And they're just like, oh, hey, how are you guys? See you at the top. And they just sprinted up and sprinted back. And Sarah and I were just like, this is, we gotta get, we gotta get out of here. This is too Stop much. Stop boring. You're wasting your time. Yeah. 
thanks. It I was guess. terrible. See, it was this terrible. Is, this is actually the beginning of superheroes because way mm-hmm. back in the day, people like Sean who were schmucks and yes. couldn't handle much of anything outside Sean of uh, you know the the physical realms of it, and all yeah. of a sudden they they saw a. A glorious man and woman bounding yes. past them. They'd be ah, they must be super because right. there's no way in hell that any earthly mortal could do this because I'm exhausted and about to shit myself. Mm-hmm. And then, I wanted then you'd go back home with your crayons and your pencils and you drop your little right. design. I I honestly was thinking like, what if I'm hurt? Well, that handsome hunk of a man who's probably like six five, a good two, at least two twenty. Will he carry me down this mountain? In your comic, he well, did. He, yeah, mountain well, man. <laughs> Get a, you probably had a very easy time back in the 30s getting it published, the early days of comics. Anything yeah. could get published. Yeah. Literally anything you could get Mountain published. Man published. Just just gave him a, he probably just gave you a kiss at the end. Yeah. Well, that probably wouldn't get you published, but. Yeah, that's I mean, what editors are for. Anyway. That's what editors are like, <laughs> editors are like you know what? I, I might do without the, the passion and kiss at the end between you and Mountain Man. I like where it's going. I'm going to keep it for myself. Ma- maybe but we a shouldn't firm publish it. handshake. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. That's what the American yeah. public The needs. firmest right. of all handshakes. Like, we both smelled like pine, and we're just like, well, exactly. sir, I can't wait for you to tell me more about your adventures later in life. And then we just shake hands and we tell each other we're going to write. The firmest of all handshakes, I think the name of this episode, 172, <laughs> Super Friends Super Show, and a lot uh, of things have, the world has changed since the last time we met, I think. Yeah, it's terrible. It's Rick and Morty. Japan's gone. Japan is gone. Pretty much. From the map. I'm not going to lie, ja- Japan is, I'm surprised that there are like islands like Japan still existing mm-hmm. through everything. Like... I mean, let's be honest here. Where are we going to get our weird culture from mm. if Japan goes? They'll just continue to build a mecca, Neo-Japan. They'll just keep built higher. Oh They'll be fine. Is this gonna Japan's going to be fine. Is this going to be the Monty Python sketch where it's like uh-huh. you, you built the castle on top of the moat? And, no, on top of the swamp. Mm-hmm. Castle sinks in the swamp. Build a castle on top of that. Build a castle on top of that. Build a third castle on top of that one. Then you build a fourth castle, and then you're actually at a it castle. It sounds like a plan that would As you say, that's, that's a Matt Groening thing. I mean, that's mm. new New York, right? Yeah, that is. Oh, wow. A I new, guess new, I, new New York. A new, 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 new uh, New York. It's a new, new Tokyo. New, 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 new Tokyo. There's so much history and culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much history and culture there in hubris. They're not going to let themselves sink into the sea. They're they're not going to mm-hmm. abandon Japan. They're just going to build it higher and plant whatever. I'm excited now. You know what? Yeah, dragons. I'm excited that it's it's, it's going under because now we can build. Yeah, that's right. It's gonna be great. I like, guys. I like how I like how we we've just completely speculated that Japan is sinking. They, <laughs> Japan is sinking. This just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. It's a fact. Don't worry. Japan about is it. sinking. Rick and Morty has reached levels of critical acclaim among the Academy or the Emmy committee, whoever the people are who give out the Emmys. It's a weird world we live in. It's, it's, what do they win for? So let's, uh, we'll start off the show. Anim- best animation, I think. I think that's what that was. For but this weird, quirky little show on Adult Swim. I mean, I think what it was is that they're teenager, they're, they're, they're like teenage children right. and they're middle-aged children. Like, Dad, Mom, Rekka, Morty, wubble-dubble-dub-dub. And they just over and over and over and over again. So he's like, you know what, Matt? Shut up. We're going to do it. Whatever. We're going to give it. Okay, everyone, here's your... Fucking Emmy, take it away, and then you know. I I think it's deserving of more than just an Emmy on animation. I mean, the story and the concept it's it's a it's fantastic. Whoa, whoa! Let's be honest here. I've been watching Venture Brothers this season, and if that doesn't win an Emmy for storytelling, <laughs> everything's wrong with the world. So they didn't win the Emmy for the best animated series, as I can see here. They won for 
Emmy for Outstanding Animated Program for the episode Pickle Rick. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't that's okay, specific. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, and an Adult Swim had a victory for their Robot Chicken show, which won like best short form animated program. Because no one else is doing claymation. No one else is like, doing, no one else is doing stop motion like that. Like there's it's no in, reason. Like, Moral Oral or whatever his name is. Moral Oral. Moral Oral. Was that right the first time? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh I don't know if I've, ever the, I don't know if I've ever said the name of that show out loud. So it Moral sounded, Oral. It's really hard to say. It's like rural juror. You know, rural juror out loud is it is quite a tongue twister and a pickle in the mouth. Basically, it's just you might. It sounds like you have a piece of vegetable right stuck in the in your mouth there pickle rick i saw that episode i didn't get all the way into this past season i figure it's going to be about two or three years until season five comes out so i'm taking my time with rick and morty i love rick and morty i hope it's longer i hope it's like seven years well they they ordered 70 episodes so that's three years worth of content the problem is is that um, they can't they, make it. That they can't make it that fast. Yeah, yeah. Har- Harmon was like, "Yeah, that's, that's not going to happen for like five, six years, right, guys." Right, right. But like, let's be honest here. They're pretty much set. That entire cast and crew, mm-hmm. like oh, Justin yeah. Rowland, doesn't have to do like I, he had. A, he has a little bit of that sweet adventure time money, but now he doesn't need to do anything for the rest of his career. You know, and we spoke at the beginning of the pro- program about pacing yourself. Adam, I gave you a cup of water. That water's gone. We are only five minutes into the show, and you are out of water. I can't just be expected to just keep on fetching you waters as the bring up a, a pail of water to every five minutes for Adam. Or not, it's not like we're going up a hill. We're Five minutes into the show, and you are going to be dehydrated. I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. The end I'm, I'm slowly dying of... Look at me. I got right. a good Look half cup already. Yeah, yeah. it's because your cup is also twice the size of mine. Hey! That's not about the size that counts. It's, it's exactly what, what counts and it's how a, much you can fit in your condom. It's a bountiful That's cup. That's true. But that, speaking of great bounties, again, they did take home. This is quite a, a boon for the nerdy adult swim underbelly of the animation community for pickle rick have you guys seen pickle rick in its entirety yeah Yeah. it is a brilliant very layered episode it's it's wacky as you would expect with the show i am really glad that it got the acclaim of the emmy committee whoever whatever their official title is and it won an emmy for pickle rick uh dan Harmon, uh having a weird year uh this show obviously season four uh, Rick and Morty has been extremely well accepted and long awaited, but he also had that uh, the issue with uh, say a girl who he used to work with saying speaking out against him uh, among all of the Me Too movement. So this kind of evens out his year. I think winning, winning an <laughs> Emmy. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you didn't know where I was too, going with that. Emmy. This, I mean, he didn't. I don't think he did You're anything. Such a white man. Yeah, it was it kind of evens out the year for him. He's I was gonna that say he's, shovel's really sturdy. Yeah. I'm really surprised it hasn't <laughs> broken off yet. Indeed. So yeah, great uh great show. I love Ricky Rick and Morty. I gotta catch up with the rest of season four. I think all that uh, that uh, that Szechuan sauce. Szechuan. Szechuan sauce that uh I happened to see, I had no idea they were doing it. This McDonald's promotion uh, several months back where kids were just lining up around the block. Yeah. And I had to ask someone, because I was across the street at Tim Hortons, uh, which is, we're in Southern Canada, for those of you who aren't familiar with Tim, Tim Hortons. And I had to ask, what's going on across the street over at McDonald's? McDonald's is usually not the hot, trendy spot for teens to be lined up in. And I was, oh, they're giving away some sauce or something. I'm like, that sounds weird. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Go back to your reefer, Tim Hortons delivery man. And he was right. I needed to quit the reefer that day. 
And I did. And that's why I'm cogent enough to do this this show, uh, which is fantastic. So, yeah, Rick and Morty, great stuff. And what else is going on around the comic book globe, superhero globe? Where do you guys want to start here? You have the run sheet. What what jumps out to you? What spews webbing in your face the best of all? We have there's two Spider-Man um, type news items. We'll hit go through the news items and then we'll we have a, a super rumors segment that we'll uh, we'll get to where none of these we have no sources kind of a lazy escape valve for us. We don't have to source anything, anything official. So we have a super rumor segment and that's going to be followed by a super showdown at the end of the show where we each bring to the battle dome our best, uh, our, our, our best example of this week's topic is best green lantern, strongest, greatest green lantern. We're all going to bring our example to the, to the battle dome, argue for that example. Then we'll have a winner as we often do in the Battle Dome, the Super Showdown for uh, at the end of the show, based on a nice dialogue that we're going to have as far as choosing for each other. who Based on a very pleasant dialogue yes. where there's no wars no and no wars. fisticuffs, right. just good, hearty conversation. No one's sinking into the sea, not in this episode. So that's what's uh, ahead on this episode of Super Friends Super Show. And let's start with uh, Spider-Man. We could talk about the video game, which just came out a couple days ago, or we could be talking about a familiar direction in the way of the comics a, a familiar character sean brennan i, I want to go with superior superior that really yeah. oh man well you should have spoken you, up Adam. You, you, you're, you're sitting there you want to ruin the best part of this i'm sitting the there with your beginning. dry mouth unable to speak up about <laughs> i'm <the> hurting <laughs> <laughs> superior foes, a superior Spider-Man. I, I, the superior foes of Spider-Man yeah. just rolls off the tongue. Superior Spider-Man, superior foes of Spider-Man was a was a great comic, great comic, a spin-off series uh, about the foes of Spider-Man, as the title implies. That I really loved Nick uh, Spencer, yeah, who at the time was just knocking it out of the park. A couple years later, not so much. He's actually on Spider-Man right now, yeah, which he, is he, he's come back around. He's come back. He's around. indeed come back around as. Like this character, Superior Spider-Man, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the character, this actually harkens back to the very early days of this podcast. Yeah. The very first episode, the very first news item that we covered was that Peter Parker in the comics in Spider-Man 700, 100, they just crossed their 800th issue, died in the comic at the hands of, of Otto, of, of Doc Ock. Who actually who kills Peter Parker? They do, he does like a, a mind uh, switch with him. Freaky Friday minus the other body living, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, so they switch his body because uh, Doc Ock at the time has a body that is dying. Yep. And he mind switches with Peter Parker, and he is now Spider Man, yeah. and he ends up becoming. He decides he's he has access to all of Peter Parker's memories, so that affects him. So he's like, all right, I understand why you're Spider-Man, why you do what you do. I can see the reason behind it, but I'm going to build on this and I'm going to be a superior Spider-Man because you failed because of your weaknesses, but I see the reason why you do this and I'm going to become a, a superior Spider-Man to what you were doing. And it was a very, it was the first time I've been interested in the comic version of Spider-Man. It had done something that, other people had like talked about because there's always right. like, well, who's your favorite Spider-Man? What mm -hmm. do you like about them? But this was the idea of taking Spider-Man and kind of giving him like a true, a, a true awareness of his intelligence. Right. Like he, he was a little cockier. He was 
more mm-hmm. willing to bend the rules, so on and so forth. And yes. I thought it was great because uh, I I sometimes get fooled into believing things will last. Yes. So at that time, you have Doc Ock who becomes Spider-Man, and he applies his Doc Ockness to the character. His Docness? Where he his Docness to the character, where he has kind of a a murky gray moral compass. You know, things he's kind of in that gray area where the he, birth of the antihero. Yes, very much an antihero. Well, he I think kills uh, a number of villains at the beginning. Yep. He has like sharp claw things. He ends up with these. These big, um, similar to his Doc Iron Ock, spider. s- his spiders, like um, big legs, hook yeah. things, mm-hmm. yeah. um, similar to Iron Spider, sp- similar to his his Doc Ock, like, what are they called? Arms? Those arms. big metallic things. Octopus so, arms. Yeah, so base, octopus arms. So based off of those, and those that are sharp and spiky, those become a big part of the character. He also incorporates... Like flamethrowers into the in in place of the the spider webbing, he has flamethrowers, a number number of other uh, variants that are more lethal than than a spider web. And so there's that. He goes back and he finishes his degree. He becomes an actual doctor. He's like, there what the hell has Peter Parker been doing all these years? <laughs> so he goes and gets his doctorate. He falls in love a little bit. And I'm like, this is a really great change of course, a change. Of the of of the status quo for this Spider-Man character, and of course, very shortly into that run of the Superior Spider-Man, you see that Peter Parker is still some, somewhere. He's deeply, deeply lodged within the subconscious of but his he's, brain. He, he's like still. a weird echo yes. of of things. Like in the comic, they they show him as Peter Parker just walking around his own brain, right, right, which is weird. So he. Ends up coming back, as you would expect, and it was a big disappointment. And this is the first time I've ever been interested in the Spider-Man comic character. But he comes back, and I read for a little bit longer than I got disinterested. But this series is going to be written by someone else. Dan Slott was writing that run. This is going to be coming back in December. Different creative team on this book. It is going to be coming uh, out in December, written by Christos Cage, with illustrations, art by Mike Hawthorne. So I don't know who drew primarily the. I want to say it's it's a more Spanish sounding name. The the gentleman who drew. I want you to try it. The uh, oh boy, don't it's it's right on the tip of my tongue. Who drew the original run of the Superior Spider Man at that time? Uh, now it's it's this a different it's a different creative team. Yeah, it's nostalgia. It's a, it's a brand new team. Uh, don't know how it's going to work into things. Don't know where it's going to fall in. I think. That it didn't need to happen. I think it just makes me annoyed by right. the original storyline that came out, and it just makes me think like, well, now, now this, I just hate it even more. Right. It's like why I can't read Captain America again because to me he died like a decade ago. That's right. By being shot at the end of Civil War. I just yeah, this is what happens with comics. People become disillusioned with the whole death thing and nothing and just having to keep on churning out comics so nothing sticks, nothing's permanent, nothing yeah. has any lasting ramifications, which is it's always a telenovela. That's right. You gotta yeah, keep it. Yeah, but not going. even sexy anymore. There's, there's <laughs> just a lot of pale people running That's around right. being pale people. Like I get it. So they're taking the character who of Doc Ock because at the end of Slot's run, Doc Ock was put into a Peter Parker clone body. Somehow people don't understand how clones look alike or how twinsies work. And he's living his life as mm-hmm. Otto something, something, something. 
on the other side of the world. Like, I think he's on the West Coast. Yes. So this is going to be taking place in San Francisco. I guess I've they've, stopped reading. They've never seen Spider-Man before on the West Coast, in case you were wondering. They've seen, they've seen Daredevil, though. <laughs> he had a little run over there for a few minutes when Foggy was in hiding after faking his own death after he got cancer. Remember that? No, I Little don't. Jim? Uh, he was, yeah, they had to go to San Francisco because he died in the public's eye so he could be um, hidden in San Francisco while he went through his cancer therapy and things like that. Because that's what happened. San Francisco is actually full of witness protection. That's right. That's right. They have the no cameras. City. The, the whole city. city. Is just all witness so you can protection. blend in. So I guess he, he somehow, since I stopped reading the Spider-Man book, he got into a another clone of Peter Parker. Yeah, and yeah. because he came to the aid, this is following the events of a clone conspiracy and secret empire. He somehow came into contact with another Peter Parker clone body. Yeah. And because he came to the aid of May Parker yeah. before she was in some type of uh, life, you know, life um, death defying situations, he rescued her. Peter's like, you know what? I'm going to let you keep the body. And so from there, you have Dr. Octavius going to San Francisco, and he's going to be teaching. Uh, he's going to be putting that degree to good use. I like it. Over at Horizon University, un- University under the name of Elliot Tolliver. A lot That's of terrible L's. name. That's yeah, a terrible name. Not a great name. And he'll once again be assuming the role of Superior Spider-Man. So See, you say I'm that, and, and the writer's going to be like, but that's the name that I want when I disappear. <laughs> that's why i don't want to like publish or anything because then right. everyone's gonna know my plans and like secret ideas so it's like oh what if i ever want to do that can't wait no nope, yeah. it's already been done that's Sorry. that's the reason you don't want to publish not that you're cowardly it's that you're you're afraid why are you so find truthful about why are you so truthful adam patterson they're gonna find out about how how amazing your plans are and then and then you'll foil yourself it's hurtful. <laughs> so hurtful today. I thought we were friends. We are friends. We're all cowards. Come on now. Okay, that's good enough. So so everyone's a coward. Prior to, I've kind of fallen off with the Spider-Man part of the pool in the, the comics, Marvel comic side of things. It's a weirdly deep pool. There's a lot. I've kind of taken a step back from the Spider-Man things. After they did the clone saga again, yeah. they did that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, in the first couple issues of that were not interesting. So I stepped away for a little while. They are in October doing the Superior Octopus. Yeah. Ooh. So that, of course, I would assume would build on the events and would eventually right. become yeah. Superior Spider-Man coming back. So somewhere between October and December, this will all sort of make sense. So pick, start picking up that book, Superior Octopus in October, or dive right in. I hope you I can mean, just dive in December and just start fresh. <laughs> you, well, here's what you can do. You can look at the speculation about yeah. all those weird virgin variants that are going to come out, yeah. drop $200, try and flip it for a sweet dime where you make 20 bucks more than you yes, spend, sir. and then maybe you'll be good. That's right. Probably yeah. not. It's a number one. You know those things are like gold. <laughs> those are worth their weight in gold. But um, the the writer of this book said he's been collaborating with Dan Slott, who wrote the original run of Spear Spider-Man. So you would assume that this at least should be somewhat faithful to the ideas of how it originally was was written uh, way back I mean, when, the- several years ago. And not just his own thing with the brand new writer, just doing his own thing, which... 
well, uninformed of so anything. So I, what I don't get though is that the whole reason why he was like as a superior spider, why he failed is because of his hubris. Yeah. Just like every other time, Doc Ock is like, "I'm gonna be evil." Like, look at my weird secret death trap. Like well, it, he eventually did, which kills me. The whole entire point is, you know, he's like, "I'm the superior Spider-Man." He really makes you believe it. Yeah. Because he's effective. Uh, over the course of his run and then at the end he like has like a brain fight with peter parker and he's i can't remember the exact well yeah so uh, okay. chain of events so at the end he, it was the goblin wars yeah well, i remember that part green the, goblin happened everything right and then somehow like peter parker was like in his brain he's like Boop, i'm here guys what are you doing what's he, going on yeah. here and like he could weirdly see out of his eyes and see things going he gets on. his body back and he makes doc ock actually come out and and confess that peter parker is indeed the superior spider-man yeah, i'm it's, like you so like you wouldn't do that man this is you wouldn't go back on everything you've done and decide that peter parker like, is the superior it's Spider-Man. more reason why i don't like dan slot is because he's able to write a good story but then he backs himself into a corner and then he's like don't worry magical duty do there you are kids oh. we're out of this corner it's tough but you gotta keep writing spider-man books from now until the end of time you gotta pace yourself like a nice tall glass of water, which I am drinking at a snail's pace because I know it's a long show. But uh, that's uh, that's you know again that harkens back to the beginning of this podcast. So a nice uh, little thing to come back to, a nice little yeah. chestnut to come back to, and something to look forward to in December. And before we change topics really quick, back to Spider-Man, more oh, great. digital version of Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, that is really loading up this upcoming November, December with a number of crazy books that are happening. You have um, you have the Grant Morrison mm-hmm. Green Lantern book, The Green Lantern, the, 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 dud, the. the dud in front, the, the, the definite article in front of it. And you also have uh, another... You also have another Wonder Woman book being written by the current writer whose name escapes me of Ms. Marvel. You have a new Wonder Woman book, I think, coming out. There's a, And maybe there's one other big one that escapes me. But yeah, November, December is shaping up to be a hell of a, of a period for comics. So stuff to look forward to, obviously. Adam, you love video games. I do. Do you have a PlayStation 4? I don't. You son is of it because you Is it because you looked at it and you're like, but diapers, but diapers. <laughs> but diapers, but fun, but diapers. You know, you know. The issue is this: is that um, I have given up console gaming, yeah, because I was tired of purchasing a new four hundred dollar thing every two to three years, whether it's Sony or whether it's Xbox, right. and trying to keep up with you know a fifty dollar release every single month. And yes, they're fun, but it also eats into a lot of my time. So it's like you know, I'm just I'm more judicious. I play like. Two games, and I probably only play them maybe half a day on the weekends, right? And that's that's it. So I just I don't do it anymore. It, it's not it's not that it isn't fun, but it's you do you more know. PC. Gaming. So I, I I do PC games. Yeah. So what right. you're saying is PCs, you know, overall know. the grand champion. Absolutely, it so always has been. It is always your will be. PC powerful enough so in the future when they port this over to the PC, the Spider-Man game that's after the PlayStation Four that just came out this week. Would you be able to run that on your PC? Under you its current iteration? No, I'd probably need to up you my upgrade. graphics card and grab some RAM. But yeah. my processor can handle it. Right. There you go. That processor can <laughs> handle <laughs> anything. It's a roll from now until they uh, decide to release it on the PC, which I imagine they'll eventually do. You know, they've, they're, oh, they've gotten eventually. pretty good at that. But it just came out on the PlayStation 4, okay. and this starts a new 
video game universe for Marvel, Marvel has been very protective of their video game properties, not wanting to sully what they've done in the MCU. They've they've been very protective of of their merchandise. Their uh, obviously the MCU has been tremendously successful, and they've been very nervous about actually going and adapting these properties from the MCU into video game form because in the past they've always been big failures. Can you name, you know, the last franchise, you know, based video game that's done well based off a movie or something? For the MCU, or I'm not. I'm not going to say it's based off of a movie, yeah. but M- But it's Marvel property. Um, even though it's, it's with the exception Sony. of Lego, they they were like, oh, Lego's silly enough. You know, we'll make the Lego games, but an actual, you know, adapting one of their movies to the video game just to get it out. No, because they're usually not very successful. The the only thing I can think of is the X Men one back in the early '90s mm-hmm. or um, mm-hmm. late early 2000s. Right, there have been a couple in there, but. I know they tried. I think there was there were there was like a an Iron Man video game that came out, not really well received. So they've taken a step back. But now, instead of making adaptations of their movies in in the form of the video games, they are starting their own mo- video game universe. And Spider Man is going to be your first step into that. And this is something that was announced a few years ago, and it looks fantastic. It is of course made by the same studio that made Grand Theft Auto, that made the Batman Arkham series. Yeah. And those were game-changing, you know, genre-changing types of games, the open-world style, the the sandbox style where you can really just go and do anything. And now they've upped the ante even more where they have faith, faithfully remade New York City. Yeah. And you, as Spider-Man, <clears throat> excuse me, as Spider-Man can traverse the skyline and use that fast-paced, um, action-oriented, quick um fighting style from the Batman Arkham series, but as Spider-Man. So it's, a, they, obviously there's a lot of little tweaks and uh, and upgrades that you that they've made to the system to account for the fact that you actually have some of the superpowers yeah. moving around. At, at I mean, speed. I'm going to, once I get my hands on it, swan dive from the highest position yes. just to see what happens <laughs> because that's, that's the only reason why you're Spider-Man. You don't really care about the story. You just want to web swing... Mm-hmm around new york city and wherever else because like it's the closest thing to flying that you can get without having to drop two hundred thousand dollars on your own personal goblin glider (laughs) which is super super scary and illegal (laughs) so the game dropped on september 7th made by insomniac games right now god if you're looking at the reviews it's scoring like eights and nines people are calling it among the best games of all time uh the reception on the wikipedia page spider-man has received generally favorable reviews and this is a tremendous you know success for video for for superhero movie games in general because now this allows them to really make money from the movies from their merchandising and now video games yeah they have mm-hmm. really three tent poles that they can kind of base uh their their empire around now and at some point dc's gonna make like an, a good movie yeah and they're gonna be like we can do that too guys look at us <laughs> we're able to do that <laughs> there's just you know they have the perfect developer they have the the perfect character and they aren't trying to make this an MCU game. It's its own thing, so it's not bogged down by continuity. Yeah, well, it's interesting because now you see 
schools actually this was when grand theft auto 5 came mm-hmm. out where schools are actually being like hey let's look to video games for story writing and for creative ideas right. as opposed to movies because movies are just garbage right now for a good chunk of it but let's look to video games to see how they explore this open world how they've created things how even the, a video game will make the most mundane things cinematic yep and at this point this is the best-selling game of 2018 and we're more than of course halfway through it so that is a a a very nice feat for the spider-man game it's only a week into its release and it's already achieved that and spider-man has become the fastest selling video game based on the spider-man character as well as the fastest selling marvel branded video game of all time so that's hey that's a success i'm excited to keep seeing those memes of people opening up dust yes oh with yeah with the uh well, it's spoiler alert for Avengers. For for who? Oh. What the guy that's seen it thirteen times? No, there's no spoiler alert for that guy. <laughs> there's just a lot of angry letters he wants yeah. to write, but knows that he's wrong. So this is another reason that I want to get a PlayStation Four soon. Don't do it. You got to put out quality games, and this is do what nu- Adam's doing. A nudge for me. No, d- upgrading my PC. family PC with all the learning. So you're gonna keep dropping down five hundred dollars to buy a brand new system. We'll that- find out. That isn't completely backwards compatible with your other system. Like, well, I wish there was a way to like I know. get a true trade in value on your stuff as opposed to just being like, yeah, you can get fifty dollars off a video game if you want. I would still end up keeping my PlayStation Three because there are a couple games on it that I still enjoy playing. Kingdom Hearts Two Point Five, NCAA Two Thousand Fourteen. I still like them since you can't play that on the PlayStation Four, which is a joke. Um, I'm waiting for the PlayStation Four to drop under 200 or find it somewhere available on ebay for under 200 for a like new version or something that's in well so do you want the one terabyte or not you want that terabyte i I know you do i don't know what do i need a terabyte i've skipped this entire generation god it's it's insane if you want to be able to have two more than two games saved on your 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 system you better believe you get that terabyte. terabyte So that's uh, that's one of those those games that are nudging me to, and this is what you want as you know the the video game industry is the consoles they they want these big properties doing well with big games. Spider Man is a huge mover, I think, for the consoles. Going I mean, Spider Man's always been he he his games have always been a little bit better than most games. I feel that because I again people generally want to have webbing and they want to swing around i think that's the biggest yeah, thing skill set is really like it, it, it doesn't lends itself well it doesn't even matter if your game like the funny mechanics weren't that good if you can mm-hmm. swing around new york city well enough people will overlook whatever the hell that's you right. throw at them that's right so it's really the perfect game with the perfect character and you know this obviously paves the way for more stuff yeah within this video game marvel universe that they're building this is only I would assume the tip of the iceberg. You have another, another hope so. of other characters that they, I imagine, are going to expand this video game, you know, MCU or MVU, I suppose you can call this one. I guess they they allude to the Avengers. The Avengers Tower is within this New York City yeah. game, so yeah. you're going to see a lot more. Who? What other game you would you like to see? What, what would be the next Doctor game? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange in this. No, universe. seriously, I'd, yeah. I'd like to I'd like to see Doctor Strange where you could like blip around the world to different cities. Yeah. And and you could and I'd love you know like um, buy add-on packs for different cities and stuff like that or or go into yeah. the um, the uh, oh, what's it called 
can think now, not the glass universe, but where but where you go into the, like the multiverse, where, sure. you can, where you can switch everything up. Yeah. Right? So you you'd have a you'd have a series of um, different aspects, you know, wills and and stamina as well as life or hit points, and then you could also go around and learn spells or go mm-hmm. to training things or or fight bad guys or you know do good things, whatever. I, I would love to see that just because I, I'd like to see it would be sort of like a World of Warcraft meets New York City right. type of deal where, you know, you're, you're fighting a series of MCU villains and and you can still blip around the entire thing. Yeah, it would be like you could take elements from a game and say like one that comes to mind is like Portal where you're able right. to basically just create like sorcery-like portals and jump around like just like a sorcerer around. the. It's It, it would be, I think, actually a departure from the style of spider-man if you if you do iron man it's essentially just iron man flying around it's just you're changing the character textures and now he flies and shoots stuff as opposed to zipping around you know a little militaristic rather than you know scientific but it's not enough of a change i mean i i would only play that dr strange game if everything was as weird and as crazy and as hippie as possible (laughs) but it had like a dark storyline like could you unbelievably dark but also like the storyline is unbelievably dark but everything's super bright Mm -hmm. see i'm just waiting to see i'm just waiting until disney purchases like um lovecraft and and we can and we can mix a little lovecraft with our doctor strange no no thor right there that would be the thor game where you you get (laughs) dark elves you get to go through the nine realms you get to go through the nine realms you get to run across that rainbow bridge however you want and then at some point they buy the marvel buys the rights to the one game i forgot what it was like it's like the whole universe and it's ever expanding and everything's like slightly different and you just become Galactus, and you can go from planet to planet to planet and just eat things. That sounds- I like it. I like it. And, and and eventually, one of the realms is going to be like an 8-bit realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. There's like that. a Lego realm, an 8-bit realm. Right. Like <laughs> N64, but like the N64 where like it's like no way out, where everyone's shoulders are like pointing. That would actually be interesting to have either from the perspective of Galactus or some type of like Kree empire in the Marvel Universe, have them set in a in a game that's similar to no man's sky where you're going and yeah, that's taking over pl- like this infinite universe of planets Ooh, and devouring them and eating them and you're, going out and like setting surfer. up your silver yeah you go you have to go and get planets ready for galactus and then yeah. galactus comes and eats them yeah. and um you you i guess would hit resistance or something but i think that would be cool as opposed to going and just like finding little resources and going back to your ship and then yeah. finding the, going and destroying and devouring planets yeah, um, I mean, that's that, that's cool. a perfect strategy game like yeah. I, I remember they they did an amazing job with the uh lord of the rings the, like the first time around um just the the first one not the second um iteration but it was like it, it was a topical map where you you create a base you mine resources you built mm-hmm. an army and then you took out the bad guys you know type of deal but like you know it's gotten so sophisticated lately with especially with total war and so on um i mean you you could do some really awesome stuff if you were if you're talking with kree galactus etc yeah you hearing this marvel <laughs> this is cool it would be awesome Again, no man's sky but with like galactus going around and eating the universe yeah. and i'm not sure Maybe that's the whole game. You're I mean, just you're you're uh, you switch be... between you switch between uh, the Silver Surfer and Galactus, and maybe you encounter people who are trying to stop you from eating planets, and that's the game. I think yeah. it would be interesting if like you you would have to like the map would force you to go to like certain certain planets mm-hmm. to like make you figure out the mechanics, 
And then you can go to Earth whenever you want, but as soon as you go to Earth, that's when like the entire story really yeah. kicks off. That's, but, like, right. you, oh yeah, but, like you can go around to anywhere; doesn't matter. You can mm-hmm. spend a lifetime not even on Earth, but mm-hmm. then once you go to Earth, it's the Avengers like, are going to try to stop. Yeah, you. yeah, or yeah. If you yeah. get close enough to Earth, you might actually meet. Yeah, the closer you get to Earth, the more resistance you hit from like familiar characters. Yeah, you're going to get right. you from Alpha Flight. Yeah, who try to? Who? Yeah, that's a really cool idea. Like really taking like an intergalactic, putting an intergalactic scale on the MCU. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Oh and man, again, from the villain's perspective. Although, is Galactus really a villain? He's just doing his thing. He's not good or bad. He's right. Just I mean, hungry. He, exactly. <laughs> He's living the dream. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, another thing before we switch topics is uh, with within there's something that's gone viral within the Spider-Man video game. Yeah, uh, Sean, are you more? I feel like you're more familiar with this topic. Yeah. Than so I am. what happened is a guy was going to propose to his at this point longtime girlfriend mm-hmm. in the game. So he had messaged them, which is weird. He's like, I messaged them on Twitter and told them I want to marry my girlfriend. Like, like she doesn't have Twitter or she doesn't look at his Twitter, but whatever, <laughs> but whatever. So he messages Insomniac and Insomniac agrees to do this because like, awesome. we're cool. So this we're is nice within people. the actual, this is hard coded into the core game. Itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. And five days before it actually comes out. Right. And, you know, this game's been in development. This game's mm-hmm. gone through all the tests. It's coming out five days before it's actual release. The guy goes, hey, just to let you know. Me and this girl broke up five years down the drain. Get out of the game. Pretty much. Well, so what he says, he's like, yeah, so, you know, she broke up with me. She's dating my brother now. Yeah, I saw that. Just wanted to let you know. And apparently they're offering patches to fix this. So, like... So the way it looks, it's on a movie marquee. Yeah, it's on like a movie marquee within the game. And I think it's... Where it says, like, Maddie, will you marry me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. movie theater marquee. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, I as far as I know, it's still there. You, you can still go back. Ah, oh, look, stupid, stupid person. Why? Why wouldn't you just get it patched for your well, own he's girlfriend? Say, he's saying that. He's saying that. So he's. Um, they were talking about a bunch of different patches they could put in to fix that, to um, add other names. I'm assuming yeah. to do whatever. I just think it's hilarious that he was so confident that he his girlfriend was not going to dump him for his brother. <laughs> that he's like put it in a video game. I feel I feel like that's that's a very I feel like that's an obvious thing like if if your girlfriend likes your brother I feel like there should be signs Yeah yeah there there's it's not it's not like oh well you know she spends a lot of late nights at work no like family functions like you you, you <laughs> think that it'd be like oh oh you know we're we're going to oh is your brother going to be there that sounds great let's go Maddie and, hang and out. Frank are a little too close together right. at, at yeah. the pie eating competition they right. eat, they they share the pie he's for been, some he's reason he's optimistic oh looks like they're getting along so well oh those yeah. two have oh, I'm disappeared happy she loves my family yeah. you know this is amazing you yeah, know i think it's i think it's funny in the sense that it's like i think she got wind of that she's like i don't want to marry that him like it's a, like in five years is five years. I just, I still don't want to marry him. And his brother's like, yeah, I know it's weird. Right. She's like, yeah. And that's how it's happened. And that's how, that's how it started. That's how it started. That sounds right. That sounds how it goes. So, you know, pull, you know, it, it's love gone well, sour. Well, it's, it's, it's just like see. the guy who does that, like the basketball game right. at the kiss cam. Mm-hmm. Like there's mm-hmm. always a little bit of yeah. me. That's always just like misery boner. Let let her just like break his heart in front of no. all these people. Yeah. That's why when you're trying to do it in public, you're always taking that chance of 
That's why you never put her name in a tattoo on your body. That's right. Unless unless you can change it to somehow to say instead of saying Winona forever, put Wino forever. Nope. 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 Good enough. Good enough. So changing topics real quick uh, before we move on to our next segment. A movie that's coming out in March 2019, um, which will precede the final Avengers film, Avengers 4, is going to be Captain Marvel. Yeah. And they are currently filming it right now. We have seen our first uh, promotional um, pieces, uh, screenshots, stills from the film. That badass cover to an R&B version of Skrulls. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Entertainment Weekly, we see Brie Larson. She is decked out in the full Captain Marvel costume. Yeah. So that's usually the first phase of of the media rollout i was hoping they would give her that 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 haircut the shorter haircut Mm -hmm. because i just because i wanted to see if they would do that hockey type of maybe that'll come spiky yeah just because i i feel like that goes against the grain of like what's attractive for movies and such i think it'd be good i think they'll go there i think you know that wasn't if this movie is set as we know it is at least the beginning of it in, in the, the 90s, 90s that which is was weird. not a, so maybe as she enters modern day maybe. as as they enter phase four of the mcu in modern day maybe she'll adjust her haircut look at the haircuts from the mcu characters as we've 10 years in does thor thor cut his hair everyone has different haircuts. everyone's getting haircuts everyone's baby. getting hair give her now, a chance now the question that i really want to know is and maybe this is under a rumor or not mm. but i want to know do you think that it is her sash that's on what's his name's um, belt from Avengers Three. I can't think of, uh, one of the dark or um, uh, Avenger. No. Oh, one of the the Ma, the Ebony Ma, the um, yeah. The, what's the his name? Children oh. of Thanos. Children of Thanos. Yes, he's. Um, I forget his name now, but he he's the one that was the banished. super big one. Yeah, the super big one. He's oh. banished to the Himalayas. Yeah. Um, yeah. He he had. There's a there's a theory that. He, his sash is actually the same colors as Captain Marvel's, so they're yeah. worried that like he killed her or something like that. Even though at the very end, you know, um, Samuel Samuel L. texted her on that weird sort of oh, I see beeper. You're about. You, you mean beeper. the beeper? Yeah, because beeper. beeper is the only thing that happened in space. I feel that beeper is going to come back in the style just because of this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> at least for a year at least for a year it's gonna be great you know it's people love nostalgia I'm t- i see the uh the character talking about the uh yeah. the big muscle bound 10 feet tall guy yeah yeah the hulky the dude ma character uh he is his color palette is like grays and blacks and silvers and then around his belt he has of course i touched something on my screen uh around his belt he has this oh. red oh. The, yeah the single red that's good um uh scarf thingy what, what right. is it called like well, a sash sash, sash that's sash. what i'm looking for he has a single red sash which goes completely against what his color palette is right so that could be like a i trophy. never noticed that before well, and, that, and there's there's speculation that mm. that's a trophy of um captain marvel a previous though, captain marvel a previous captain marvel or or like you know there's as in all comics it's a speculation of death not mm-hmm. actual death where you know she hung up her stuff after being defeated by him or whatever right. else, and said, "Hey, I'm done." And he's and he texts her and be like, "You got to come out of retirement." And that's when she gets the short hair. Maybe could be. There's a Maybe. lot of speculation at this point. Uh, that's a really good catch. Uh, something really because yeah, obviously good for you. you know when you're talking about the Thanos and his minions, they are very active in the galaxy. Yeah. So if she's out in space fighting the Kree and the Skrulls, you would assume that she's 
cross paths with some of these individuals these uh these steamier the Gnosians. the Gnosians, thank you <laughs> gentlemen uh, in the in the universe so that's interesting that the, this is kind of a lived in universe and of course they would cross paths yeah uh so there's a lot to speculate on there this takes place in the 90s of course so you're seeing brie larson the carl uh carol danvers character in nine inch nails tops having a rachel haircut yeah from friends yeah. You, you see uh your or, Nick, your Nick Fury, still looking young. Yeah, and they uh, are really perfecting the de aging technology. They both it, eyes. It's very weird how Marvel's slowly right. been able to de age its characters it and its actual people in real time for the movies. It's like I don't think anyone's really gotten gotten word of this. I think Marvel in the next like decade, two decades, is really going to start to create those um, uh, the Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. life model recreation life model robots yes and they're just gonna put people's old younger faces on there and that's what's gonna happen so the synopsis for those of you who are unfamiliar the story follows Car- carol danvers as she becomes one of the universe's most powerful heroes when earth is caught in the middle of a galactic war between two alien races and this they're referring to the kree and the scrawl shield i imagine the 90s version of shield is gonna be very Ooh. prominent in this wait film. does nick fury still have both eyes he does in this, yes, in okay. the 90s. So you're going to be seeing what the what S.H.I.E.L.D. is up to in the 90s, which is really interesting. And I think this really works as a period piece. Greg, uh, Clark Gregg is going to be returning as Agent Coulson. First time we've seen yeah. him. Yeah. So he's dead officially in the MCU, <laughs> although he lives on ABC. Uh, but in the 90s, it's fair game. He is, he's there. And also the, the, uh, the villain in this is going to be playing a human character. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what is his name? He played the... Um, the villain in Rogue One, the actor's name escapes me. He plays yeah, a scroll in this. Yeah, I don't know offhand. So he's going to be a scroll in this. But of course, people who are aware of scrolls and their abilities, they have the they, one of their powers is the ability to change uh, forms. So he is going around essentially yeah, uh, masquerading as a shield agent. Yeah, but he's actually a secret scroll. So now, you wonder how I deep see, this goes. I see. I want to see the. Um, I also want to see Agent Peggy Carter come out. Yes, Peggy Carter. See, yeah, yeah. I want to see her like in her sixties or seventies, and like that works, and and just like come up in her car and be like, "We're doing this," you know, total mm-hmm. total girl power. Yeah, that would be fantastic. You know, she had her stint set back in the forties or so on mm-hmm. ABC. You saw her in in Civil War or Winter Soldier, rather, when she died, or uh, was she. Died in one of those movies. Yeah. Uh, so Doesn't you saw matter. her. So you get to see her really kind of running around in her plucky 60s, 80s or whatever, kicking people. In well, the I, yeah. I mean, if, if it's, you know, that's what, 30 years ago? Yeah. So yeah, she, be like she should 60s. be able to be handle yeah. it in her, you know. It's going be pretty plucky. 60s, she can still handle it. She can still run an op. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting um, things to observe and take away from these stills that we've seen in the, in the promotional material. First yeah. uh, batch of these. You know, Carol Danver, uh, people originally remember the first shot of uh, her walking around the studio in that bluish aqua green type of uh, getup. And people yeah. are like, what the hell are they doing yeah. to, to Captain Marvel's outfit? Well, it turns out that is not indeed her Captain Marvel outfit, that she is in a in a space cops group led by Jude Law's Marvel. He uh, takes on the role of the commander. And you wonder because there are some there are some pictures where you have Jude Law's character plays Marvel. He shares a, a shot with uh, with Ronan the Accuser, 
and they look very chummy, or Jude Law has kind of a sinister, malicious look in his eye, almost like they're in cahoots or something. There's, there's something more to this that Marvel was just character. Lunch. That was just that lunch. That was just lunch. What are you doing? They both reached for a, a, an eclair at the same time. Yeah. That's all it was. I don't it was know. a hearty handshake. Yes. <laughs> Ronan the Accuser is going to be in this film, and, you know, he is a member of the Kree, so obviously he's picked sides in this crawl, in this scrawl Kree no. uh, mishap, uh, misunderstanding. If you will. So he is going to be a very prominent character, I would assume. You wonder I, if they're going to be working with the Kree. Well, whose side they're on? Um, the group, the space commandos. Uh, I, think, that, I think you're going to have some some dirty cops. You wonder, yeah, who is maybe double agents? Who's yeah. actually a scrawl within their group? So you assume they're going to be on the side for storytelling purposes. For storytelling purposes, they're going to be on the side of the Kree. And then within their ranks is going to be a scrawl. Because the scrawls, you know, that skill set is ripe for for espionage and integrating you know in having a turncoat in the group yeah having uh so i don't think they're going to be on the the scrawl side to begin with and also the villain as i already know is uh, the main villain is a scrawl so that's a problem to deal with uh the the do you know the name of the do you have the name of the the villain in front of you who the main villain do you have that i could go look it up but that's okay. Let me see if I actually... Um, he plays a character, um, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, that's the, the actor I was referring to from Rogue One. He plays the lead Skrull character. I've seen his name around, but I, I don't see it in front of me. And uh, also, rounding out the cast, as I mentioned, you have Jude Law. And who else looks notable? Gemma Chan. She was from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And a number of other characters. So I'm very optimistic about this movie. I'll be interested to see how this works yeah. as a universe movie, as you know, mm -hmm. an off-planet movie, because I think this may be just testing the waters to see if mm -hmm. the writer and director can do can work some magic over at Guardians of the Galaxy. If they do this well and can handle a large ensemble ensemble Cast. And it's a female director, so that is fantastic. That's double wins for them. Double wins, double say, points. That, that will definitely take out any smudges that um, Mr. Gunn left behind. Yes, <laughs> indeed. Some uh, some good PR, I think, for Marvel and Disney alike. So we'll move on from that, unless there are any other news notes you guys want to share before, before I'm we move on to no, I thought that was, super rumors. I thought that, was, I thought that was solid, everyone. That was solid. Who's got a rumor? Who's got a rumor? It's super rumors, gotcha rumor, bring it to the table. Super rumors. Unless someone stops me, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> no, no, I want to see how far or the musician, goes. Or the I musician I hire is going to keep goes. going. That's not me. That is no, the seventh no, no. man. I like where this is going. I always like it when you, when you serenade me. It is super rumors and things that we don't have to cite <laughs> any of our sources here. So we're just lazily just chalking them at the end of the show. So theories, rumors, all that kind of stuff is good to go. You are you are good to go, sir. Land your plane here in I super still rumors think Bell. that... Um, Captain Marvel, no, Captain Marvel. Yes. Right? I, I still think that Captain Marvel is, she's, they laid Easter eggs mm. in both Avengers as well as one or two movies before that where, like, she was an old lady or she was a side character or something else like that and that they are going to um, 
that's going to be part of their marketing is that, hey, take a look at Avengers. Take a look at God. X, Y, and Z. You're doing this again. Now I have to watch. Now I have to sit through mouth, seven more hours of other mouth. movies. Before, You'll yeah. watch it again. They're helping you. They do a big marathon no, I, before I, each big They release. always do that. They always. Right. But I mean, that, that, but oh, I, I think I think they are such good planners yeah. that I think that when it comes down to it, she's, she's going to be in the background or like a hidden character in one or two films prior um, from Inven- Avengers Infinity War. On back, especially because what's his name? Um, tap the tap the pager. Sam. So yeah, Sam. Sam tapped the pager. So I feel like okay, you know they've they've definitely laid in it, and she's she's probably had a run in with Thanos, mm-hmm. and she's probably had other issues like that. And she said, you know what, I'm going to retire on a beach and call it a day. Yeah. And and now she's going to come out of retirement and kick some ass. I think I think that's what's sort of going to happen is that. The, the next Avengers, Avengers 4, is that it's going to be in, um, a retirement film, or Avengers 4 Part 2, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, right? It, it's going to be it's going to be a coming out of retirement party for her, and she's, and she's going to be I think like, you just got it. I think you just got the subtitle, Avengers 4, coming out of retirement. Yeah, coming out of retirement, yeah. I'll, and, and, and it makes sense, because half of the MCU's gone, right? And so the other half... Yeah. So, so that means yeah. like a quarter of those people are retired. Oh, so yeah, they're, definitely. They're, they're all going to Permanently. Like, they're going to be like, Damn it! We gotta come out again. We gotta ram, 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 ram. It's like a right. It's like a uh, what's a police academy type. Uh, right. Type, it's like police, <laughs> back in the back in the trenches or whatever their subtitles. Back in service, you know. It's one of those. It's gonna be like a police uh, police police style uh, cavity style. Yeah, and, and Michael Winslow will be in there yes. making the sounds. It'll be great. He'll I'm not Thanos, and then we're <laughs> back in the action. So that's that's my that's my theory slash rumor. I that think you're gonna you're gonna see some stuff. Mm-hmm. I think people are gonna to go to Winter Soldier right before Shield went down. People were like looking. They're gonna be looking. They're gonna be trying to find all the files. They're gonna go back. Yeah. And, they're gonna go back and watch ABC now. They're gonna watch the Shield yep. show. Oh, oh, those poor souls. Just... They're gonna do it. Those poor souls. But mm. oof. oof, synergy and all that. So one of the uh, the big rumors that is circulating web right now is that Captain Britain. Obviously, they're looking for <laughs> for more characters to join. Phase what would, four what and was on. that? Captain Adamant loves Captain Britain. You so spent happy. some time in, so in England. I Cap- did. So you uh, you feel very fondly for the that. Traitor. I, I don't think you understand. First off, I mean, I have an affinity for Britain, okay? Mm-hmm. And not just because, like, my, my family was literal turncoats, uh, <laughs> which they weren't. <laughs> they weren't at all. I, I can Deep. trace lineage back to um, Sons of the Revolution. but To, the, to last week? But the big thing is, is that back in the uh, early 1800s, one of my descendants, William Howard, came over from England because he was the third-born son of Lord William Howard, who can dis- who can trace his lineage back to Anne Boleyn, the the uncle yes. of Anne Boleyn, right? So they were nobility. In addition to, I mean, this is like Howard Castle. This is where um, uh, Princess Diane was buried, right? So Lord Howard. William Howard's third son was my great 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 grandfather. Came over from England. Great four, three or four. He came over from England because he needed to make his own mark because the eldest son inherits the land, yes. and the younger ones get spit on. So he got spit on. Grabbed a grabbed a, um, I guess a maid. Not not a serving wench, but a maid. Grabbed, sure. her, grabbed a maid. Grabbed the closest married vagina. Her, married her. Yeah. And moved to Canada. 
and then and and married into well not married into but was part of my lineage so there's a part of me that that feels that i am entitled to own england or at least a small portion of it and a as, chunk like a rock it's like yeah, a yeah you go you know, sir just just northumberland that's all <laughs> you know so so there's so whenever i i see this like you uh, love turning coats black black knight yeah. And uh, and Captain Britain. I get excited. It's fantastic. Especially because, I mean, Britain right now is just a cesspool outside of London. The entire economy is just is is in shambles. And nobody really does anything anymore because they're so used to, like, controlling most of the world and getting mm-hmm. foreigners to do the work for them that they're all middle management. And now middle management is gone, so they don't know what to do with themselves. And they're, you know, so most of the, the coal countries and, and northern um, Britain is just, they're, they're out of work and hanging around. You, no, this is where you swoop in. This, this is, is where, where ca- this in. is where I swoop in, and yeah. I and I and I pull a Trump on him. Yeah, and and you know I say make Britain great again, right? Let's go out and conquer the world. Let's let's do it and make some colonies. Let's let's right. Let's, let's slow down on that now. Well, I, you, uh, <laughs> you got to get elected first. You got to get elected. That's all that matters is you got to get elected because that's all that matters is getting elected. Captain Britain, and you know, you could unify a, a number of people behind the banner of Captain Britain. And once that movie hits the MCU, so that, right now that is being reported. Obviously, you have. Um, number of people representatives over at the mcu over at marvel disney already talking about hey we'd love to do a, a kevin feig feige whoever you want to pronounce his name has already talked in the past about doing a captain britain movie yeah and now there have been more rumors circulating that guy Ritchie yeah. might be tapped to direct this film i mean how much fun would it be to have a um to have sort of a sherlock holmes meets mcu right. I mean that would be fantastic. Setting yeah, which one? Different uh different first one a, a, a change one of matters. setting <laughs> where you have it kind of in the streets of England. Well, and that's exactly it. I mean, could you imagine if um you're you, you could totally play off of like mm-hmm. you know, Jack the Ripper and like all that old yeah. history and and go into um James Bond castles and underground whatever i I, th- I think it would just be fantastic especially with the black knight right so you got sure. you have you have two major characters who are who are pinnacles of what britain um used to be or is romanticized with with regards to like king arthur i mean the talk about somebody galvanizing the country type of deal especially if you start having these uh the the invasions that mcu is dealing with right Right. I think it'd be awesome, and also it makes by by through an ex- by extension, it makes Captain America seem less ridiculous, right? Because he is like what a what a silly kind of it works for him. The shield, the mantle, the name kind of works for him. But if there's another guy who also is wearing the flag of his country, calling himself Captain Britain, and there's a cap, it makes him seem Captain America by extension seem less ridiculous. And also there's that team up eventually, right? Uh, whoever is carrying the shield in Phase Four, whether it be Bucky, whether it be the Falcon, or if they sign Steve Rogers to another contract extension, he's back. They just break the shield into like quarters into two, and yeah, everyone right. gets a piece. You get a shield and you get a shield. So I'm, that obviously when you see that meeting, I think it, it helps the credibility of a Captain America seem less ridiculous, like a, a less like a walking mascot. Although I think he's proved more than proven himself as less of a walking mascot recently. But I think that, that gives him more credibility. So I would love to see a Captain Britain movie. I think it'd be great. I don't know enough fun. about him. To, to, yeah. to I, I don't know much about him outside, outside of the fact that... It's a blank that, canvas. It's a blank <laughs> canvas. You know, you can really kind of do whatever you want. He had, he had a couple of runs. I forget the big bad guy. Didn't really do too well. Yeah. Um, it's more of a, like a nostalgia and, uh, you know, Batman Incorporated type of mm-hmm. idea where they say, okay, how far can we take this? You know, well, I know that there that 
Captain Britain is the brother of Psylocke? Am I saying that correctly? Is, is that right? Thing? No. Oh, good enough. I'm gonna have to dive really deep into. I was say I, I I don't I don't know the lore very well. I'll be fully honest with you. Few do. The, the general. I, I think that's why, with the exception of Adam Patterson, uh, very few have. I don't mean to discredit your feelings. No, no, absolutely not. <laughs> to discredit very your few feelings, have, your have strong feelings. feelings about Captain Britain. Therefore, would be less outraged by any dis- any type of decision that Marvel makes with the character, good or bad. You know, the people don't really have a lot of hanging on the Captain Britain, right? Character, and I think which I, is good, which is actually really good. And you can have just so much fun with it. Yeah. I mean, you could you could either make him like that highborn, arrogant nobility, or you can make him, you know, like a low low down gutter snipe. You know, anything you want. Hmm. A low gutter, low down. Hello, are you? I'm Captain Britain. I'm here to take you out. <laughs> Before we dive into the right now, they are wiping down as they often do. It's important. Um, they are disinfecting the the battle arena for Super Showdown, which we are about to enter or send our proxies into in just a minute. Uh, we never ourselves dirty our hands by entering the battlefield. We never, send our never. We ne- choose a character to represent us, and they will fight. Like on Adam's them. ancestors, we, we, we never do our own dirty work. Exactly. Right. We, we send our children, or or more importantly, our peasants' children. Children. But know. one more rumor I wanted that. I saw, I've seen around, but I found a source for it on Reddit, uh, which, so you know it's a real rumor, <laughs> and uh, some real speculation, is that Thanos is not the first person to really go about rounding up all the Infinity Stones and trying to harness their power, and has had success um, from utilizing that power and has achieved a lot. Uh, Odin, uh, people speculate, is the first to round up a number of Infinity Stones, uh, and that's what allowed him and Hela to conquer a number of the the, the realms, uh, just the two of them and their army, that they had, you know, the space stone <clears throat> allowing them to go from realm to realm. Uh, maybe that was used to construct the the rainbow bridge that they have, uh, the the permafrost. Is that is that what it's called? Yep. Permafrost bridge. Um that they Bifrost, ref- not permafrost. Bifrost, yeah. Bifrost, the permafrost bridge, I'm renaming it. <laughs> with, with my reality gem, I've renamed it as permafrost bridge. Uh, it, in Thor the Dark World, they discussed that Bor, the father of Odin, was new of the reality gem. Or the power gem, the red one. Let's call it the red one. Power gem. The power gem. And the, fru- it, the fruit punch <laughs> the gem. The fruit punch gem and hid it on Earth. So... The family has known about these 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 stones, these gems, and that relic within the the trophy room over on Asgard. Yep. There is the Infinity Gauntlet, which they, or at least a copy of the Infinity Gauntlet, a prototype or something of the, the Infinity Gauntlet. So you wouldn't have something like that without having knowledge of what it was made for rounding up the infinity gems right. and harnessing their power even if it doesn't work or it's a prototype you would, would that would assume knowledge of these these artifacts that are around the galaxy and if you are you know these gods you should be able to get them and collect them so i think that um that has a lot to do with it and and the ability to banish hella is someone as powerful as hella to another dimension you would think that would you would need something as powerful as an infinity gem or infinity stone to do that. And maybe because the price, as they explained in Avengers three to get the stole stone, the soul stone and is to sacrifice the thing that the person that, that you care for most in, in the world. And maybe that person was Hela for Odin. And that's why he had a change of heart. 
and went from this conqueror to Odin, the whatever his title ended up being, with this divine type of uh, the builder or something. This one who oversees Asgard, um, and from that point. As he's collecting them, he has this change of heart, and Hela's still like, go, 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 why, why aren't we doing more con- conquering? And maybe Odin doesn't tell her, oh, well, I tried to get the soul stone, and I couldn't get it because, you know, I would have had to have sacrificed you, and she's still angry, and therefore he had to uh, put her in using one of the gems and uh, banish her to a realm, to some some vacuum in some type of absence void. So I think the only way he could have accomplished that is if he had some of the Infinity Gems. I don't think he had all. I wouldn't think he has all of the Infinity Gems. Right, but he has some. Some. And even with, uh, in one of the other films, um, I think Sif and one of the other ones, and they dropped it off to the Collector at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. um, They say something, a line that is something to the effect of, it's dangerous to keep more than one Infinity Gem or Stone together. Yeah. So they have knowledge of what this can do because they've seen it firsthand in Asgard. No, I, I I can see that, and I could, I you know, it'd be kind of funny to to see like an ancient story yeah. of of like the first time that the Infinity Stones were brought together when right. Howard the Duck tried to conquer the yes, universe. That's right. And and Howard he, the Duck is actually the oldest being known exactly. to the MCU. Right. Him him and the Watchers are you know are mm-hmm. are compadres. And 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 the Guardians of the Galaxy, right? The, I'd the, back this. No, the, sorry, that's the Lantern Corps. That's right. Well, <laughs> no, I'd back this. A solid percent. segue, though. I know. I see what you're trying to do there, which is very helpful. Uh, so, yeah, an interesting theory, and I think you know theories like that, whether they are right or wrong, I think they enrich the universe they are based in. Yeah. So let's jump into the Super Showdown Arena. Sean Brandon stretching because he's going to dive in and he's going to grab a mace and hand it to his friend to go in and fight on his behalf. I mean, I, la, 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 la. I, I have my, my servant boy throw him a mace. And yes. if, it, if it hits him in the face, that's whatever. Like, it just means I lost $100. So what we do is we are going to argue who is the greatest Green Lantern of them all. And at the end, we are going going to vote uh we can't vote for our our or can we vote for ourselves it's been a while since we've done this we can vote for, we ourselves. Can vote for ourselves we can vote for ourselves um and decide once and for all definitively who is the greatest green lantern after we present our arguments and we pick our proxy to go and battle in the arena for us and we do so by picking up dc heroes from 1986 which was an rpg game and they included in the RPG play box or whatever you want to call it. A number of cards that has the stats and pictures of the 1986 version of the DC superheroes. So we are going to take those and we are going to use their stats to decide the order that we are presenting our, our case, our green lantern. So I'm trying to not look into the boxes. I'm talking, trying to maintain eye contact with everyone. Yeah, yeah, no. And I'm failing, so I have to look down at the box. Don't, to pick, don't, don't do that. To focus, pick, focus. To, uh, to pick the cards here and pick our representative. And you only have to pick one. All right, everyone. You only have to do one. All right, all right. So here you go. Adam Patterson, look up. Don't look at the cards. Pick one from... Hurt my eyes. Sean okay. Brennan, you pick your representative. And I shall pick... I gotta go. I, I saw the thing, so let me pick mine. Okay. I feel like he has come up a number of times. I just saw Sean Brennan's representative. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. Mine's very appropriate, actually. Oh, Adam Patterson, I see yours. Okay. Adam, um, let's, oh. start, let's, start, let's start with Sean Brennan. Let's start with Sean Brennan. Sean Brennan, who uh, we're gonna, all right, so the way we're gonna do this based to determine who is the strongest it's we're gonna wealth. go. 
Uh, well, this is not the first stat we go to. Dang it. We go to... Um, we go it's to... Dexterity. No. Initiative. Is it initiative? No, that's not right. I thought it was right. dexterity. We go dexterity. Dexterity. Dexterity and intelligence. Yeah, it's dexterity, intelligence, strength. So, okay. So, who... All right. So, uh, Sean Brennan, you have who? Jericho. <laughs> you, he got, keeps coming he up. He keeps coming he up. He keeps coming up. His dexterity is six, and his drawback is serious irrational attraction to art. Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll see if that comes up. Irrational attraction. <laughs> That's what it says. Irrational. Jericho, we need you over here. Hold on a minute. <laughs> oh, I gotta go home. Oh. And oh. Uh, I will say uh, who I've got in my... My representative is actually extremely appropriate here. It is Green Lantern John Stewart, and his dexterity is seven, which uh, puts me ahead of Sean Brennan. So Sean Brennan, let's uh, hopefully you are you don't have to present uh, last here. No, no, it's fine. I get it. And Adam Patterson, who will be representing you in the Super Showdown Arena? Dark side, ah. dark seed, <laughs> indeed. Dexterity, I imagine, Dexterity is quadrillion. Dexterity is 10? Yes. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's, only, it's only 10. Does that mean he can type 80 words a minute? <laughs> Motivation is powerless. Yes. His wealth is unlimited. His drawbacks, catastrophic irrational attraction mm-hmm. to discovering the anti-life equation. That's super specific. That's like the weirdest fetish I've ever heard of. Isn't it? <laughs> Oh, well, they, they they have the internet over an apocalypse, but it only can go to one page, and they have this anti-life <laughs> equation. So he has a lot of time. It's just a picture of apocalypse That's just right. sitting there. That's all it, it is. is. The, uh, it is the dark web, as, no. he, as he calls it. It only goes to one website. <laughs> so that uh, puts Adam Patterson first. And uh, who is your representative and best Green Lantern of all time? Sinestro. Sinestro, why? What is your case? Because I feel like he is the most human of all the aliens because he, he, I identify with the fact that here it is, he has risen through the ranks and become the champion of his homeworld. And then, yes, after being champion, he realized that they were all a bunch of dicks and said, <laughs> That's it. I am controlling all of you. And he became a dictator. And right. then, as such, he's. He became more power hungry and more angry, and then mm-hmm. the Green Lantern Corps had to come in and grab him and imprison him. The funny thing about Sinestro is that he was a Green Lantern, a right. good guy. He was, and he, he was one of the greatest good guys. He was the Green Lantern. Uh, I think like, he in was, the he golden, well. in the golden age continuity, he was a bad guy first, and they they re- redid things where he was. A, I don't know. Was he always a Green Lantern first? See, I, don't, I don't know because no. because Green um because Green the Lantern, Silver Age continuity. Yeah, as I say, I don't know because the continuities they change so much. I don't I don't. I know think the modern continuity, and that's the one that we observe on this show, is that he was a Green Lantern <laughs> first, uh, and and you know things were fine. He You're was nice. he was a cool he was a cool guy until Hal Jordan showed up. Exactly. And then he's like, and then he just went off the tracks. Had Hal Jordan not shown up and kind of wrecked things. Sinestro would have been a cool guy, just overseeing his sector, getting along with everyone, being like the best lantern. But then Hal Jordan had to wreck, wreck the party. But still, that didn't put out Sinestro's fire. Right. You he's, know, he's a bit of an egotist. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like he was just he he was he was one of those like old aristocrats. Like, no, I know what I'm doing. No, don't mess with me. And he and he did his job and he did it well. And he he was he was like one of the pinnacles. Yeah. And and I feel like as with everything. You know, some cocky little test pilot comes in and is That's like, no, right. I know what I'm doing. And it's like, oh, you won by luck. 
And we all have that guy work. Yeah, exactly. All the guy at work that we can't stand. Dude, I know what I'm doing. Leave me alone. You know, don't don't mess things up. And and he did. And and all of a sudden he's just like, all right, I'm done. That's right. I feel like like that started his own corpse. It's a very real thing, you know, where he's, (laughs) you know, he's had he's had power for so long and he knows what he's doing. And then somebody comes in. It's like, I'm out of here. Got my own run. I'm I'm yellow now. I'm team yellow. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to be team yellow. Team yellow is a parasite. So I'm I'm still hoping that that parasite can be cured one day. Yeah, parallax. Yes, yes. It can be cured one day. And all of a sudden it's, you know, he'll be back to green or maybe purple or red or something. Right now, uh, I well, right now he is ultraviolet. He is actually part, he's the leader of the Ultraviolet Corps uh, in the current run of Justice League, which I just read today, actually. Uh, all, all four? Written by Scott Snyder. Yeah? He, Can um, you make sense of that? Because I'm still, I'm still is, connecting the dots, uh, and it looks like a weird sand. It is a, beach. it's a wacky, it is a wacky run right now in Justice League. Like, to be honest. But Sinestro is part of it. Well, to be honest, this is the way that Justice League was always written, to be mm. like big, and, and wacky, yeah. and there's like a super weird story behind going, and that's great because that's where Scott Snyder exists, right? But I also think like, stop. It's it is it it's out there. They have they reformed the Legion of Doom, and Sinestro is part of that. And there's just there's a lot going on. But I digress. Adam, wonderful argument. I, let's hope. I I wish you the best of luck. As we, as right now, well, Darkseid is just backhanding the other <laughs> competitors in the arena right now. Because I was, I was totally just, I there, there's a part of me that really just yeah. wanted to um, hump the bet on this one, but I didn't. <laughs> I, yeah, what, what would I, that I choice have been? Um, I don't know. It, it, I was thinking Chip. either Scott Allen or else the um, squirrel, the, the squirrel, was it Chip Chip? Yeah, yeah. Chip Chip Chip. No, actually, actually, I was I was going to choose the the previous Green Lantern incarnation. The um, I forget what they're called L O L L and Scott. No, 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 no. That not not the Man first Hunters? Green Lantern. Manhunters. Ah. I was going to talk about Manhunters, which is the Guardians of the Galaxy's very first attempt at Green Lantern Corps, and they just started realizing that wow, life sucks, and yeah. life is the cause of strife. So therefore, we're going to start wiping everything out. And Guardians of the Galaxy are like, wow, <laughs> no, this isn't how it's going to work. And so they so they had to put down a rebellion of their own creation, which I I enjoy also. You know, uh, there's putting it, down rebellions, yeah. putting down rebellions of your own creation. I feel like that again is not only indicative of being human, but it is also something that I'm going to should have to do. Worry, in my yeah, life. yeah. Should we and worry also, about this with your children? It's something you do yearly. Anytime you delete a Warcraft uh, save on your computer, right? You're deleting your own creation. <laughs> uh, I'm. I am next. Yeah, I do, yes, of you course, are. Uh, the Green Lantern. John Stewart, Stewart, whose motivation is responsibility of power. Uh, I will not be choo- even though he is fighting for me in this in the Super Showdown arena. Oh wow! You're not right choosing him. I am not choosing uh, John Stewart. Sure. I apologize. I was considering him strongly, but I'm not choosing him. Um, I'm choosing Kyle Rayner because of his ability for uh, to possess power. He, um, of course, he became um, the probably the strongest green lantern in existence is Ion. He was able to embody all of all. He was able to embody the uh, the avatar. There's a better name for it of the green and became becomes Ion. Essentially, he's able to harbor the 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 entity of the green and becomes like just this all powerful thing called Ion. Yeah, he was able to at one point be reach the each spectrum yes and then well that's becoming a white lantern that's the second thing actually so he's able to actually um harness the the full emotional spectrum and therefore becomes the first white lantern yep 
And is flying around just being the White Lantern, just the ability to master all of the uh, the colors. And I don't know who's more powerful than that. That's and he lost that power because like you can't just have Kyle you can't Rainer. just have the most powerful lantern just be that the most powerful lantern. Yeah, and it wasn't. And my other argument, I guess, is his getting the Green Lantern ring during a dark time. He was a, a wait bright, for for DC for well for DC and the Green Lanterns in general because this okay. is following Hal Jordan becoming Parallax yeah. and turning and doing a big heel turn and dying as a result and in the dark whatever it was the the last night event he ends yeah. up dying and the, he gets gets redeemed but that leaves Earth without a Green Lantern for a while and so this is a very low point for the Green wait Lanterns a minute in the Green Lantern wait, book I'm sorry yes sir Earth doesn't have a Green Lantern. Until Kyle Rayner. But like, so John Stewart, Guy Gardner, right. both dead? I think. Okay. He ends up taking, maybe they were Green Lanterns before Kyle Rayner, but during this point in the 90s, he had, he was the one who got the ring next. And he became the next Green Lantern. Perfect. And But he was given the ring as a by one of the Guardians. Yeah. As opposed to it just randomly finding the closest Person. thing within yeah. the proximity. So... In all the galaxy, the Guardians chose the best person in the, or rather, in 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 all that sector, they had the chance to pick their, their they had, they got their choice. Yeah, uh, the top of the heap to wear the ring as opposed to whoever's in a mile vicinity. Yeah, and I think that makes him more worthy than any of these other lanterns, and also what he's done. So I think. And also what he's been through. His his girlfriend was chopped to bits and stuffed, stuffed in, a fridge, a fridge. in a fridge. She got fridged. So you had to bring that he's up. He's seen some things, You obviously. had to bring that up. So Kyle Rayner has uh, been through a lot. I think it's, it's good character building experiences. Yeah. You come through that stronger, I think. Which is why he's white. Which is why... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes all white as a, as a result. Uh, Kyle Rayner is my pick uh, for best Green Lantern, Sean Brennan. As so, Jer- as right now in in the uh, just doing some live play by play. Yeah. In the Battle Dome right now, Dark Side is just pumbling, <laughs> similar to Hulk and Loki at the end of Avengers. Jericho with his little uh, his little froish little. Uh, Little yellow, little perm, just pummeling it, it, him in the corner. I, I really want to know who designed these because Apocalypse looks like a weird, like they drew the face of like a monkey. Yes, and then just put on the smallest skirt. Mm. So if he ever had question about like, if anyone was like, I wonder what dark sides so like down down south. Yeah, uh, nothing, nothing. There, there is nothing no way that that hides anything. Well, you're next. Sean I don't know. There's there's a very big shadow. Look <laughs> at that. Um, Darkness. So, I, I thought about this all day. My favorite lan- receiver of a ring would have mm. been Scarecrow, but we're doing Green Lanterns. Green Lanterns, yes. So I'm gonna go with Lobo. Lobo. All right. When did he receive it? I am not familiar with that. Lobo received it in Injustice, mm-hmm. the Justice comic book. He actually was hand given it. Yes. Um, I forget the character's name, but he's the one that kind of like works on the um computers. He has like four arms. He's kind of like a big bug. Okay. Um, Over he, in, uh, yeah, in the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, yeah. He gives Lobo the ring because Lobo's like, I've never tried that before. Let me at it. And <laughs> he gives Lobo the ring and the ring just accepts it. 
The ring just takes finds what him a, worthy. Yeah, it he's, finds him he's worthy. He's afraid of him, and he thinks that he's so extreme. Pretty much, and so marketable. It's it, it, it it's such a weird thing that it hasn't happened more often. Like mm. I don't know why it hasn't. Like he's basically your Deadpool, your Wolverine character, right. all wrapped into one. Just let him do it. But like Lobo becomes like. I don't know, like each lantern color, like one off. He comes, he becomes yes, Superman. Like he becomes Doomsday. There's no reason why your Lobo can't be your Deadpool. That's an excellent idea. I think that Warner Brothers has been trying to give him the ring for a long time to make a movie out of him. They just cannot get no. They ring can't. Around his they can't do fingers. it. They can't do it. I also like the idea of like be. It, it, it's like a funny Batman because Batman mm-hmm. got the ring. And he's like, oh, I'm too serious. I'm too dark. I'm yeah. still Batman with a Green Lantern ring. But with Lobo, it, it, it's fun. He's violent. He mm-hmm. somehow is going to keep it for a while, then lose it. But then he's not going to care. But the ring is going to be like, I miss you. It's going to be great. I, I, think, I, I think out of everyone. He is the best yeah, suited for He the is Lantern. the best. He, t- he makes Guy Gardner look like a little Boy Scout. All right. That's right. It, with you know, he doesn't need much help. His hair already kind of helps them, or his his eighties hair really helps Guy Gardner with uh, that whole portrayal as far as being a Boy Scout. But we have presented our arguments as the greatest Green Lantern, and now we are vote and determine once and for all who is the greatest Green Lantern. Our representatives are fighting in the battle arena right now. I think Doomsday still has an unfair advantage to everything. I don't really like it. <laughs> Doomsday. If it he is. only has an intellect of ten. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, dark, dark side, side. Yes, Doomsday. Dark he's side, just right, he's sorry. he's got popcorn and what he's looking in. He's, he's got those weird like knuckle yeah. things. I don't know. What Hopefully, are. no. I don't. I, might, I wonder if this edition comes with Dark Side or it comes with Doomsday. I should say. I don't think so. I don't think so. This okay. is made in the eighty. This is made in eighty six. I don't think Doomsday debuted until well, like that was 90, in the nineties, two ninety three or yeah. so. So uh, I think in in I think in the third edition of DC Heroes, I think you get your, your how Doomsday. many editions was this? Two or three. Maybe many, a four. How many editions was this? I think there were four. Uh, this is the second edition. Okay. I want to say. I think there were third, maybe a fourth edition. Do the cards get better? No, they get worse. <laughs> they put money. They put less and less into it because it's doing less well. <laughs> so that's what happened. That's the sad story of DC Heroes. Go to their Wikipedia page. I have edited the whole article. So <laughs> a lot of the... No, that's not true. Although I should. People would believe me. Uh, so we have uh, represented... Um, we have our representatives in the cage. We have presented our arguments. Adam, I will give you the first vote. You can vote for yourself. Let me remind you. Who brought forth the best argument, best representatives, greatest Green Lantern of all time? Lobo. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Sean Brennan on this one. Yes, all right. Thank you. I I enjoyed that immensely, and just because of the fact that you know I I enjoy rings that understand that there has to be a comedic side to the universe. It can't all be doom and gloom and fighting. Right. You can't always be fighting Parallax and Sinestro or that weird cat that was a part of the Red Lantern That's corpse. Right. Who who then learned how to talk, which is super weird. That was good. That was a good run. No, was that a good run? That was a good run. I forget who who wrote that particular run, but it was there was a, there was a good run like three, two or three years ago where Guy Gardner became like the head of the, the yeah yeah, yeah, and then the yeah. Supergirl was in there too. That's right. That's where it's kind of starting to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't want to think about that period, but yes, um, that is a vote. One vote for Sean Brennan and Lobo. Sean Brennan, why don't you cast the next vote? I will vote. For you, Mr. Dwyer. For me? Yeah, because, I mean, let's be honest here. The idea that 
the Guardians actually did choose one one person yes. out of the entire Earth. Yes. One person. And they chose Kyle Rayner. And I mean, he was a doodler. I'm a doodler. Yeah. We doodle. We all doodle. We're all doodlers we deep in our heart. Yeah. So that was uh, one vote for me. And my vote, uh, my deciding vote, um, will go to Adam in Sinestro. Uh, Sinestro, obviously, as I mentioned, he was fine. He was just, he was a, he was the, the standard bearer in the Green Lantern Corps until that hot shot, that pilot <laughs> showed up. That Hal Jordan, and then you wonder if he ever would have become a bad guy had Jordan not just, you know, he might have been, he might have become off, the white, him over the edge. He that's might right. have become the white, but instead he became the red. Yeah, became the. That's right. That's true. That's true. So you wonder. So that's a three-way tie. Still not a winner. Another uh, another tie here in the Super Showdown Arena. Uh, we will um, once Jericho has been peeled off. This the chain link fence part of the battle dome. We will uh, clean it out and get ready for the next super showdown. And we will uh, have that topic. I imagine we'll try to announce it before the show next time. This one was kind of impromptu. And uh, that's for a future. Maybe we'll do it next show. Uh, have another super showdown. This is fun. I have been Sean Dwyer at SeanDwyer.com is where you can find me on Twitter at New Super Podcast. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and leave us some feedback, a review, a thumbs up if you're able to subscribe. Do anything that you think would help us uh, that would make us feel good and also would lead other people to finding our show because the more engagement we have from people the the larger we become similar to galactus and we just eat everything and there are no other podcasts for adam to turn coat we're to. hungry <laughs> that's right we're hungry that's right uh adam patterson where can we find you at adam r patterson on twitter and at ap press on instagram fantastic adam patterson thank you for being here sean brennan uh sean sans sugar Indeed. on twitter you can find me in my apartment but let's be honest here if you're already calling me to check on the children, mm-hmm. the good news is I already have. So don't murder me. I love Just murder that. the children. I love that sentiment. And uh, what's the what, what nerdy endeavors are, are we embarking on? Luchasaur. What is that? What is that? It's, <laughs> what? Yeah, so I was at the zine fair and there was a guy selling painted up dinosaurs. Like luchador wrestlers. He oh, called, okay, okay. He called them luchasaurs. Uh, so okay. I looked up luchasaur just to see if there was any other painted up dinosaurs. Mm. There's a wrestler named luchasaur who also does. Uh, um, he also he also does lucha underground. Interesting. Like for some reason, this all came full circle to me, and I don't know why I haven't heard of luchasaur more. Often. I think you now have your your purpose. You need to find Luchasaur. He needs to train you in the art of Luchadora, and you need to become Luchador, Luchasaur too. Ooh, and once he yeah. dies, you can take up the mantle. I like it and train the next generation of Luchasaur. Yeah, no, I like it. Go find him wherever he is, whatever studio, whatever um, TV studio he's in. He's based in in San Bardino, California, wherever they they shoot Lucha Underground. Uh, good luck, Adam Patterson. What uh? What, I I'm into. What nerdy, what um, into? <laughs> I'm into uh, East of West right mm. now. I'm I'm the reading, comic. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm rereading East of West. I I, I is haven't it still I, going. Yeah, it's still going. Oh wow! I I actually, I went in to pick up um, uh, Magic Order. And oh, yeah. and You've I found out your copies, which I need, still need to read. <laughs> and the one cover is quite explicit, so I need to put mm-hmm. it in a high place. It's nice, right? In it's a nice. High place. 
<laughs> no, but I, I saw I saw East of West. I was looking for Lazarus. Also, Greg Rucka's Lazarus, but they they didn't put a new one out for Ruck, uh, for Rucka yet. And so I was like, ooh, East of West, it's still going. I was like, oh, I should get back into it. So Wait, is it still Hickman writing it? I didn't look to be honest with you. I I just assumed because I know he's writing um, Black's Monday Murders. Black Monday something. Yeah, it's like a super. It, it's super weird because it's like Wall Street's run by demons of hell who have been controlling the market for years. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you, Sean Dwyer. What have you been into? Uh, not as much. You know, I've been reading my comics as I do, but uh, football is back, and therefore fantasy football is back. So that is nerdy to me because I love the stats. I love uh, trying to watch the games when I can, and uh, trying to just going to any site to find a PlayStation 4 that is under $200. If you know of one that is in good condition, uh, where it is not just filled with rats, I open it up and just to buy it. It's literally, you open it up and just a uh, family of rats. Just come out and just start performing American Tale for me. Oh my God. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they will find out. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for that. And uh, that's what nerdy things I'm I'm into, I guess. That's uh, great. The ball is, uh, is, is surreptitiously nerdy. Uh, bros think they're just doing bro stuff and actually they are pretending they're using the they're basically running an MMORPG that's right that is absolutely true that is absolutely true so uh, yeah lots of stuff to look forward to and um, thank you for finding us Superfront Super Show we will be back next time with issue number 173 and we are building we have the, uh, the the blueprint in place for the next episode of Ots and Knots so look for news on that we will be um, doing that soon uh, that's that's it for for me. That's that's all I have to say. Uh, final thoughts, words, gentlemen. Remember to dance, even if it's snowing out, or if you've broken your leg. But if you feel dizzy, dance. Call that.